Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, your LSU football update. That's right. We'll talk about the Tigers. Plenty to talk about. And it's brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. Tremonti's Meat and Seafood has it all. The Chairman's Reserve Beef, a huge wine selection, liquor selection, daily lunch specials, catering, office parties, tailgating, you name it, Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. Connect with them on Facebook and Instagram and keep up with Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. 225-751-7665 in Baton Rouge. All right, LSU football. We're going to recap the loss to Kentucky, 42-21 to up in Lexington. Lots of stories flying around, rumors flying around about Coach Orgeron. We'll touch on all of it. We'll also preview the matchup against the Florida Gators where the Tigers are 11-point underdogs at home in an 11 o'clock game. A little numerology for you there, 11-point dogs in an 11-point game. As always, we'll have some key stats and numbers. The injury bug has surfaced again. Elias Ricks, cornerback for LSU, out for the season. Joining Kayshawn Butte, who they learned about that as well earlier in the week. Injury bug, injuries are part of football. Maybe it's biting LSU a little harder than some people. But we'll get into all of that on this LSU football update. Hey, sports betting is exploding in the USA. You need to check out the hottest and newest website, meatandpotatoesusa.com. Meatandpotatoesusa.com. College football, NFL, MLB postseason. About to have NBA basketball, horse racing, boxing, you name it. Meatandpotatoesusa.com. We're going to hear a message from our host of the podcast, Anchor, and then we'll be back with your LSU football update brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. This is Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We continue with Talking Sports with TK, your LSU football update coming at you from Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Please share this podcast with all of your friends. Well, last week, LSU got beat by Kentucky up in Lexington. Final score was 42-21. to Wildcats move out to 6-0. and LSU slips to 3-3. and You know, as I watched that game, about several minutes into the second quarter, you had that feeling LSU can't win this football game. They just couldn't get it done. Offense, defense, special teams. It was all about Kentucky. They were fired up. Big crowd, and they pounded the Tigers. LSU played uninspired football, which that led everybody to think, will they fire Coach Orgeron when they get back to Baton Rouge? Would we hear an announcement Sunday evening about 24 hours after that game was played? There was no announcement. Ed Orgeron said on his weekly presser Monday, as far as he knows, he's still the head football coach at LSU. He's going to put his head down, go to work, try to get better, and try to beat Florida. Said he wasn't going to blink. Well, I don't think LSU will have Ed Orgeron as their coach next year, and I don't know when the announcement will come. Would it come after the Florida game this week if they get beat poorly and there's not a lot of people in the stands, which could both happen, possibly. 
or do they wait to near the end of the season, final game, November 27 against Texas A&M? Keep in mind, the early football recruit signing period starts December 15. That's a little more than two weeks after that last game against A&M. If there's going to be a new coach, you'd want that in place before that signing period happens for the Tigers. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. Charles Hanegriff, my friend and colleague, did a podcast earlier this week about why it's not that important that it be done now, fired now. It's not going to have that big of an impact. He laid it out from a recruiting perspective, a fan-based perspective, the next coach situation. It was really well done by Charles. Uh, look that up and, uh, at Guarantee Podcast and give it a listen. It was uh, spot on. Uh, as always, a great job by Charles Hanegriff. All right, so let's turn the page. Let's move forward. LSU's now 3-3, three and three, obviously not ranked. They'll play the Florida Gators, who are 4-2, and 2-2 two. Two and two in league play. LSU's 1-2. and two. Uh, Last week, Florida beat Vanderbilt 42-0. was never a game. Dan Mullins, their head coach, they're ranked 20th in the Associated Press poll, 17 in the coaches' poll. Again, it's a kickoff at 11 a.m., 11-point favorites. little numerology for you there. In Tiger Stadium, the game will be on ESPN. All right, LSU last year, of course, beat Florida 37-34 in Gainesville. Cade York kicked a school record 57-yard field goal in the fog with 23 seconds to lift LSU to the win. Hey, I don't know if that'll happen again. LSU's going to need the Florida Gators to throw a lot of shoes. Remember to throw in the shoe penalty that kept the possession for the Tigers and kept the drive alive? Yeah, that's what happened. All right, Ed Orgeron is 3-3 three and three all time against Florida with all three victories coming while he's a coach at LSU. He lost to him while at Ole Miss. LSU has won two straight, two straight and three of the last four against Florida, including 42-28 in 2019, the last times they met in Tiger Stadium. LSU's offense is averaging 30 points a game and 380 yards, but only 83 rushing. 83 rushing. Wow. That's not LSU football. But they did have a really good rushing performance by Ty Davis-Price, 147 yards, two touchdowns against Kentucky. They did run the football better. I'll give them credit for that. But, man, that's just uh, not enough, and it was all Kentucky. LSU is a perfect 16 of 16 in the red zone this year. 11 touchdowns, five field goals. LSU is one of only five teams nationally to remain perfect in the red zone. Defensively, LSU's allowing 26 points per game and 385 yards per game. LSU is number two in the SEC with sacks with 20 in six games. Ty Davis-Price, as I mentioned, the junior running back, had the career-best 147 yards and two touchdowns against Kentucky. He averaged 6.7 yards per carry. That's really good numbers. Max Johnson... Five and three as LSU starter kind of put himself on the map with that win in Gainesville against Florida last year. He will start the game. He's ranked seventh in the nation in passing touchdowns with 17. Kayshawn Boutte is out for the season. As we mentioned, he's leading the Tigers in receptions. Somebody else will have to take over for that. 15 different players have caught a touchdown, have caught a pass for LSU this year, including freshman Jack Besh, who has 22 catches, and Brian Thomas, who have 14. Those guys will have to step it up now that Boutte is out. Defensively, linebacker Damone Clark is coming off his third straight double-digit tackle game with 14 tackles 
tackles against Kentucky. He leads the SEC and ranks number two in the nation with tackles. He's got 68 through six games. That's really good. Also doing well defensively, Micah Baskerville, Cordell Flott, and Jay Ward. Defensive end B.J. Ojulari leads the Tigers and ranks number two in the SEC with five sacks. Eleven different LSU Tigers have been credited with a sack this year. And, of course, they're always steady, All-American. Cade York has made 12 straight field goals dating back to last year. He didn't kick any against Kentucky last week. So the Tigers have their work cut out for them, 11-point underdogs. Uh, they played uninspired football at Kentucky. I don't know what to expect this Saturday morning. Yeah, morning game in Tiger Stadium. Who would have thunk it, huh? LSU, Florida, playing at 11 o'clock in the morning in Tiger Stadium. The game's on ESPN. I don't expect much out of the Tigers. I don't think they can win this game. But you never say never, right? I had a comment on Twitter. Somebody said, hey, he predict LSU to spring the upset. We'll have to wait and see on that. I don't see that happening. And, of course, the whole thing with Coach Orgeron, he's still the coach. We don't know who will be the next coach. Lots of names flying around, and let me tell you this. Only one person knows the most information, and that's Scott Woodward, the athletic director. Let it play out, people. Let it play out. He hired Kim Mulkey. Looks like a great hire, although she hadn't coached a game yet. Hired Jay Johnson for baseball. Looks like a great hire. He hasn't coached a game yet. Trust Scott Woodward. Defer to him. He knows what's what. He's a Baton Rouge native, went to Catholic High. He's going to do the best he can to get a coach for LSU that can return them to the national picture. Because here, here's a story. I've talked about this on Sports Shorts Daily with Ronnie Rance, uh, Sports Shorts Radio, which I do on Saturdays with Ronnie Rance, and Hold the Rope Radio. I do with Skip Bertman and Dan Canterbury on Sunday nights. Since 2003, go back to 2003, Take Alabama out of the picture. No school in America has three national championships in football like LSU. They have the most other than Alabama. That's what the fans want. That's what the fans expect. And I trust Scott Woodward will hire somebody who can get LSU back into the hunt for SEC championships and another national championship. All right, here's some key numbers for you. We do this each and every week. Four key numbers. We'll throw them at you. The first key number is five. LSU is one of only five teams to be perfect in the red zone this year. 16 of 16 in the red zone, 11 11 touchdowns, five field goals. The next key number, 14. LSU has only allowed two touchdowns and a total of 14 points in the first quarter of its six games this year. Start off good defensively, then it falls apart. Okay, the next key number, 16. That's consecutive field goals made by Cade York. Uh, eight this year and eight, the last eight attempts back last year in 2020. Our final key number for you, 35. That's straight games that LSU has had at least one passing touchdown, 35. All right, as we wrap up the LSU football update brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge, as well as MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. If you like to bet on sports, check out MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. We'll see what happens to the Tigers in Tiger Stadium. It's Gator Week. A lot of people cooking alligator, sauce piquant, blackened gator, fried gator, you name it. It'll be the menu at a lot of tailgating parties. And check out Tremonti's for all your tailgating needs. All right. We'll see what will happen. If We'll see if there's an announcement about Ed Orgeron. We don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll just have to let it play out. 
Hey, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Check out all the podcasts at Talking Sports with TK, available on all your major platforms. Tell everybody about it, favorite it, share it with your friends. We appreciate that all. And, of course, patronize all of our sponsors, Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge, bringing you this LSU football update. I'm Tommy Chrysan. You have been listening to Talking Sports with TK. We'll talk to you again real soon.